Hi, guys. So awesome and welcome to VIP Tuesdays. Um, this is going to be on Internet Traffic Jam, which will be uh, one of my podcasts as well. And this is also available live for our MITS Level 2 members. And um, I'm excited because this is the first time we've actually done it in this format, and it's really designed to let you guys be flies on the wall as, as I you know, kind of just network and mastermind with top industry leaders. And today I'm excited because, um, you know, I have um, probably, I don't want to make anyone upset, but he may be my, one of my favorite people online. I'm going to leave an opening there because I, I don't want to get any hate mail. But this is a guy that I really care about as a friend, and, uh, you know, he's been able to, we've been able to build a really strong relationship and bond over the last few years. And I'm excited to bring him on because I think all of us can learn from him. And also, guys, you know, Mark is one of my coaches. So for anyone out there who, you know, they don't like to spend money to get better, you know, one of the things that I do, I do each and every year is I say, how much am I going to spend on coaching? And I make sure I spend that amount. And Mark was one of the first people I called when I was looking for additional coaches and different skill sets. And it wasn't cheap. He charged like a million dollars an hour or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it was an awesome time, and um, we still to this day connect. So, Mark, what's going on, man? <laughs> that was the friend rate, too. So <laughs> That was the friend rate? <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Vince, so honored to be on your podcast. Not a lot of people can get me out of bed that early. But I, you I, I had to give you a wake-up call. I gave him a wake-up call. I know. And I, oh, man. So, everybody, I'm just really pumped to be here because I know how much you unconsciously carry myths with you at all times. I mean, you're thinking about them, and maybe not at all times, but I know your mind's just constantly working on how to improve the community, the systems, the results. And to be in front of your, you know, your team is, is I know that that's a huge honor for me. So thanks. Um, thank you. It's a great way to start today. Awesome, man. I'm excited. And the way this is going to work, guys, is, you know, I've, I've seen people bring people on and it's an interview. But the way that I want this to work is I want Mark to be able to pick my brain and get questions from me that he may want to learn. And I'm going to do the exact same for him. I want to treat this as if you guys are sitting in on one of our mastermind sessions that I paid, you know, a million dollars an hour for. <laughs> and uh, you guys get to just listen in. And then what we're going to do is because you guys are active and investing in yourselves, you guys can ask Mark questions. So this could be a chance for you to speak to some of the leaders that you may not have otherwise been able to connect with um, during this time. And we're just going to have fun with it. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. And uh, I've got some tough questions for Mark, and these aren't scripted. He has no idea what I'm going to ask him. And, uh, you know, so let's just go ahead and jump into it. Um, first off, Mark, how do you, because I know a lot of people want to connect with you and, they're, they're, you know, your time is valuable. How do you detect who, time, like who you're going to actually connect with? Because like, I, I don't know if you remember the first time I met you. Actually, we should start off with that. Do you, do you remember the first thing you said to me when I, when I first met you? I don't know if you remember. Uh, you might have to remind me on that one. All right. Well, the first time I met you, um, I had met you before, I mean, like in passing, but you didn't really know who I was. But the first time I truly right. met you was it was during – it was after the uh, – the futuristic marketing launch, and yeah. everybody was at J Buds for the for the party, yeah. the top people, and then we. I think it was. I'm not sure what place we, everyone was eating at, but you guys were at a table. I walked in. It was on the beach, 
and you guys are all having beers and, you know, having appetizers or whatever. And I walk up, and you look at me, and you go, you're Vince Reed? I go, yeah. You're like, I heard you're a badass. Pull up a chair and get this guy a beer. And, like, that was the first time, like, <laughs> I ever met you. That was the first thing you said to me. So yeah, I sat next was... to you, and I yeah. And I was all I was all nervous, and we were just kind of chatted, and we connected from there and hung out the whole weekend. But that was the first time. But anyways, my point is, when do you determine, like, where you say something like that, or where you connect with certain people, or you just kind of, is it just a feel thing? Uh, you know, I think, well, I heard you were a badass. <laughs> so that was how that, I mean, that, that's how that went down. But, you know, I don't, nowadays, it's different than when it was earlier. I mean, like friends, you know, we had that friend thing going on, which is, you know, to me, it supersedes business. It's like just a natural friend kind of similar, you know, just that kind of mojo. So that is like a friend situation. So in that situation, I have friends that have nothing to do with business. I love having friends outside of business, actually. So, you know, that's that. But like in a mentoring or or, a, or that kind of capacity, nowadays I've really I've really kind of monoed it down to just people that are resonating with the visions of my comp like kind of the the company and the vision that, that we're going in. I have a couple companies. And because the collective power of a handful of people moving together is, you know, so much stronger and impactful than if I were to mentor someone kind of off in the distance kind of. So nowadays, I'd say, you know, the marks, I guess the marks I'm looking for in a person is this this indomitable work ethic. That's number one. I mean, if they don't have skills, those can be made, right? Mm-hmm. Um and if there's, there's, there's an intuitive sense of uh, wholeness and integrity, and that doesn't mean, like, perfect. That just means, like, there's just a togetherness in their character. Because you got here work ethic and character, a little bit of natural intuition and just, like, action, action. Like, you know, I, I don't coach barely anybody, but in the last couple of years, it's been you, Vince Reed, I'm doing a, a coaching consult right now with a couple that makes like close to 20,000 uh, $20, a week. And the only reason I do those are for me <laughs> because you guys work so hard and you implement so fast that it's, it makes me like really not allow myself to say any mumbo jumbo because I know that like action and testing will be taking place like while we're on the phone. Well, I remember when I was at your house, we talked about some idea, and you were, like, writing a blog post on its implementation during our conversation or something <laughs> like that. I was like, oh, and Ray's the same way. I mean, Ray's instant. And um, so just intense work ethic, like, fearsome, like, an unstoppable work ethic. No, no voice at all that kind of, can burp an excuse for anything, you know, like there's just nothing of excuse in their being. And, you know, that's all I know. I, I just look for a couple of those kind of things in a perfect, awesome. in a perfect scenario. Well, the reason I ask well, and that you, is And because... how about you? I mean, you're, you know, you and Vinny, that I have learned so much from you and Vinny. Like you have no idea how much I, I actively, you, got, you and Vinny come up 
in Shannon and I's relationship at least once a week for the last two months. At least. Wow. Because, you know, I met her a bunch, you know, a bunch of 20-ish year olds. And we all, just last night, I know Vinny, you're on here, just last night, um, we're with a kid I'm mentoring, and Shannon's like, and how, how long did Vinny work for Vince? And how long was it without pay? And what did Vincent make him do? And, you know, it's just like you set a model for me to consider with mentoring that really changed my approach. Much stronger, much tougher, and I'm already seeing results like, from it. So, Awesome, man. Yeah, what I mean, you, you know, well, I'll definitely you know, what did you that, see? I definitely will answer that question for you. And the, and the reason, guys, I started with this is because a lot of t- times, and I've been there, when you're starting, you kind of like, we're all, we want some of the attention from the leaders in the industry. And I remember mentally the approach that I had was I wanted to produce my way in. Like, yeah. that was the mindset I had. I said, I'm going to produce. I mean, I don't even know if you remember one conversation we had, Mark, where it was like, and, and I was so conditioned this way. We were launching mm-hmm. a different company, a different product. And you're like, Vince, what do you expect, like, all the affiliates, everyone will bring in? I was like, Mark, I can't tell you what anyone can bring in. All I can tell you is what I'm going to do. Because, <laughs> like, my mindset right. going into anything is always like, I'm going to outproduce the world like that's just my mindset going into it so I was like I'm going to produce my way until people just recognize that I do have real skills and that and that was that worked for me so um I mean I don't for for me personally I definitely look for work ethic and by the way guys he's talking about Vinny obviously you guys all know him he's our operations manager and you know Vinny is like my little brother okay and a guy that I've worked with for several years and the reason I have so much respect for Vinny and I tell him all the time, and I tell his dad all the time, like, if I ever have a son, I want him to be like Vinny. And, if the, and the reason why is because Vinny has extreme work ethic, and I'm sure, hopefully, a little bit of my work ethic rubs off on him, but I can't take all the credit because he just was that way from the very beginning. But for, the, for those of you guys who don't know, Vinny worked for free, okay, for two years, not two months, two years with me, okay? Never once did he ask for a single dime. Never once did he complain. I don't. I can't remember a time where Vinny was late. Without, I mean, he, there's been times he's come in a little late, but he's let me know. But like, I mean, it's like he's the ultimate employee because you never have to worry about where he's going to be. He's always on time. He's always just does what he's supposed to do, and that's just hard to find in today's day and age. Um, and when he got out of when he got out of college, he basically interned with me while he was in college. He got out of college, he came to me and he was expecting a job. And me, what do I tell him? I'm like, sorry brother, you gotta go get a regular job. And the reason I wanted him to do that was because I wanted him to understand, one, that this isn't gonna just be a walk in the park. Okay, you've gotta understand what else is out there. Okay, and he he went and he got a job for a year, and then he, he came back in one day for something to, to ask me something totally different about some other thing idea he had, and I finally go, okay, are you ready to work with me now? So he went and he got some corporate experience, and he saw what that was all about, and he saw what we were doing, and then that's when he came on again full time, and it was one of those things where he quit right away and he was here. He didn't even have to ask any questions. Didn't know what was going to happen. And it's been the same thing each and every month. It's very, very disciplined. But anyways, what I look for is work ethic. I look for people who make no excuses and can own their own situation. 
Um, and it's going to lead into our next question that, that I have for you. But I look for, I look for that, again, the person with work ethic and a person that has grit, a person that can figure things mm-hmm. out because you're always learning, and the Internet's changing constantly. And if you're a person that always has a wait-and-see mentality, like I'm going to wait and see if this works or I'm going to wait until my upline calls me or I'm going to wait until the, like you're, you're just what, – what that tells me is you want, all, you want me to do it for you. And yeah. I will, what, what I want to do is help take it to the next level. I don't even – and I tell Vin, Vinny all the time, like Vinny sometimes looks at me, and I can look and, pro- and read his mind. He, he's probably so pissed off at me sometimes because in the beginning, and I'll let him speak for himself, I would never tell him anything. It could be something so simple that would have t- taken me five seconds to tell him what to do. I'd be like, go figure it out. Go figure it out. Like, it'd be the simplest thing. And he would just, you should see, have seen the look. On, you probably could never seen him do this. But he's cursing me out all the way back to his office, right? And then he comes back and he figures it out. And, and then he's so, you can see the difference, the look in his eyes, because he figured it out. And he's so much more powerful. And now it works against me. Because now I'll tell him to do something. And I'll be like, hey, let me show you. He's like, no, I'll figure it out. I'm like, I can tell you. No, 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 forget it. I'll get it myself. It's like totally reversed. <laughs> Like, and I'm like, dude, it can, I can, you can have it done so much faster if you let me tell you, tell you, no, no, I'll figure it out. And it's totally like flipped on me. So, you know, those are the things that I look for um, in a person, just extreme work ethic, no excuses, and are willing to take that, you know, because again, I'm never going to tell a person something that is going to lead them in the wrong direction or something that I haven't experienced myself. You know, I taught myself this business from when I didn't have any money from YouTube videos watching other people and just reverse engineering what they're doing. I mean, it was before. I mean, you, if you really want it bad enough, you'll figure it out. So I, I got another question for you. Which kind, this this kind of leads it and leads me into the next question. So how, what are your thoughts on people who are, I mean, because I know your story and you can touch on it, but what, what's your, your, your thoughts on I'm broke, but I want to make money, right? Like what's your thoughts on people yeah. that come to you with that? And how do you deal with well, that? Well, I, I – Gosh, you know, if it's, I was talking to a prospect and they said that. Um, well, you know, this answer, this kind of mentality answers this question and the question before. Um, kid calls me, he's making ten grand a month in an MLM. Says, Mark, I really like Ray Higgin. I know you guys are great friends. Can you make an introduction? I said, bro, this is, I said, do you, really, do you, want, do you want me to make an introduction or do you want him to reach out to you? He says, your choice. Which would you prefer? What would be more ideal? And he said, well, I, I guess him reach out to me. You know, like, and I said, okay, he's got a million courses. Buy one and then post a video on his Facebook of results that you can tangibly prove and make him a testimony. I said, then buy another thing if you like it and do the same thing again. Get results, prove those results. And you'd be surprised how quick his customer service will reach out for an interview or a testimony or ask if they can use that on their website. So uh, you'll be in his ether simply by producing your way into his ether. So your answer was, was, was much better. Mine was like a generic like character thing. That's all goes without saying. But the way that somebody's, you know, a leader's heart is you, produce, you show up for them, period. I mean, that's it. We call it crafting for kings and so on the CEO, but um, that, was, that was great. Now, the second question, the final, give, give it for me one more time, Vince. 
Just, I'm a musician, though. I'm broke, and um, I, want, yeah, yeah. I want to make money. But, but before you do, I just want that mm-hmm. to sink in. See, Mark, you, you always do this. You hit people with these amazing, like, nuggets, right? And then you just jump to the next one. Like, people have to really take their time and drink a little water <laughs> after that. Because that is so powerful. I'm serious. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, it's just too too much at one time. All right, so, all right, so like, seriously, like, I want people to understand, like, if there's not a person in this world that you can't connect with, if you don't do what Mark just said. I mean, if you, if you just look at around at even our community, who are the people that I pay attention to a little bit more? It's people that use the – it's not necessarily what we – at least for me, I can't speak for anyone else. I don't really want or nor care if it's like, hey, Vince, you're an awesome trainer. I want yeah. – I care about, hey, Vince, I did your strategy. It worked for me, and I got results. That's what gets me excited. You yeah. see what I'm saying? There's a difference. Yeah, and – I think that if you guys want to connect, and that's really what I want you guys to get from the call and from these questions, is that. I mean, I, would you agree on that, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's the – and I've had affiliate, you know, like students who have bought my stuff who will hit me up, and they'll be like, Mark, you got this affiliate launch coming. I'm really excited. And whatever, I'm going to do this. Will you joint venture with me? And I'll be like um, – I'll be like, Steve, that's – you know, good for you. I love the ambition. Can I coach you for a second? And he's like, yeah, yeah, please. I'm like, can I really coach you? Like, deep level. And I get the yes again. So, whenever I attempt to insert anything of information in, you know, into somebody, you've got to have kind of a double receptivity to it or it just can't be, it can't be absorbed. But, in that kind of situation, I said, Steve, um, you don't come to somebody markedly above you in, in this industry and ask me to do something for you. It's, you don't do that. Like, no, no. Okay, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> I said, now you can come to me and you can do some joint venture stuff, take a product that you love, you know, because obviously you like them, you buy them all or whatever you like best. And I can even you know, persuade me to give you a kind of an obscene affiliate commission on it. But but you, you come and deposit this way. You make a deposit into my life. You don't ask for a credit. It's just, you don't do that to anybody, by the way. But you don't do it to people in above you in the industry either. And so, you know, that's that's just how how I approach everything like that is, I want to be really direct with people because that is loving them. Like I equate love to that conversation, you know, young person or, you know, somebody really going for it, doing truly, fully stupid things that aren't going to serve them or anybody and make them look like a tool. And, you know, I love people by telling them what I think might work for them. So when someone would say, you know, I'm broke, but I want to make a lot of money, you know, a number one, and if you're taking any notes or anything, write this down. Friction-free, resistance-free is everything to me. Friction-free, resistance-free. That's why I can drop what seemed to be kind of a mean conversation, like, and maybe even like bragging or something, like, you know, Steve, like, absolutely. You don't come to somebody 
way above you in the industry and start off by asking me to do something for you. You, you don't do that. Like, that sounds really mean, but it's okay because, A, he came to me first, right? I'm not calling a stranger saying that. <laughs> Number two, I get a double permission to really coach him at a deep level. And because I have permission there, now there's no friction in what I'm saying. Right. So if someone says, you know, I really want to make a bunch of money, but I'm broke, I mean, I, this would assume that they went through some kind of funnel, they've consumed some of my information, they've made effort to reach out to me through, you know, like going there. And then I'd say, and I'd say, all right, you know, Steve, this is awesome. Um, if you want to make money, but you're broke, like, welcome to the club. That's exactly where I started. So, you know, we've already got some stuff in common. And then I'd say, you know, the secret of being an entrepreneur is being resourceful. You take a product that costs X amount and you sell it for more. You make a product that doesn't exist. It's like entrepreneurs are miracle workers. So they manifest things that don't exist yet. I said, so your first task to work with me, because I don't even care about the psychology, the argument. None of that matters to me. It's just like, this is where this person is at. Let's see if we can move them forward. So I'd say you're broke. Acknowledge it. 100% you're broke. Obviously, there you go. You're broke. Now, you can also go like, well, if your mom was dying and you needed $10,000 by Tuesday, could you come up with it? You, you know, you can go down the logic route, but you're still, they're not going to join. It, that, right. that doesn't work. You know, you can go on a, you got a broke mentality. I mean, you can go into a moral preaching thing, or you can give them a, a, a yellow brick road to get them out of their situation without condemning them for being there. And what that means to me is this. Um, you really want to succeed, you know, give me the one-minute story one more time of how, why you want to succeed so bad. Okay, number two is an entrepreneur makes things that don't exist exist. It takes, I go straight into it, it takes $350 to join my deal or buy this deal. I said, now, if you knew how to come up with the money, how would you come up with it? Well, I don't, I don't have any money. I know. But if you, if you did know how to come up with the money, how would you come up with the money? And I've made, I bet you I've made a couple hundred thousand dollars over the years with that question. Because they'll go, well, actually, I have an unactivated credit card in my dresser, I guess. I could unactivate, I could activate that. I've had people sell motorcycles, refinance homes, sell guitars, you know, forget that they have like 40 grand in savings. <laughs> like people come up with the money, but then I just, I just ask different questions. Right. But I don't, I don't accuse, I don't get into any moral. I just don't bother with like a, a war because, you know, I just give them a strategy and like, here's how we can maybe do it, come up with the money, and then they come up with the money. I, I don't know. But it has, right. I've done it like hundreds of times where they didn't have the money. They said they were broke. I just casually acknowledged it and then talked about the future. Because right. the future, here's the thing, everybody. The future can wake somebody up. You, like even you, even like if you hear our voice right now, like, when your future it gets painted in such a new way and it's so hot, it pulls so hard that you will come up with the money. And if you learn how to paint, you know, if, I mean, I've had people, I've been in Info Blueprint, it was really fun. It was 
a guy comes up to me and says, Mark, I bought everything you've ever sold. And when you were coming out with Info Blueprint, I didn't have any money left. But I had to watch the sales video because I was following the launch and I was loving it. He said, I literally went downstairs, put my wallet in a, in a drawer and got it, I got it away from me. I went upstairs to watch the sales video. <laughs> he said, by the end, I am racing down to my wallet, pulling that thing out and using my credit card. And it's because I learned to paint. So when you paint that future, and you got something you believe in that you can paint. I mean, if you don't believe in what you're painting, you know, that's called, like, a con artist. You know, it's <laughs> right. The wrong, it's the wrong kind of art. But when you learn to paint, people, nobody's waking up this morning. Nobody probably on the planet is waking up this morning going, you know what, I am planning on definitely spending some extra money to send to this Mark Overson guy. Man, I, it's one of my goals. <laughs> like, nobody's right. thinking that. You know, they're not thinking that. And so everybody at some level, in fact, they usually wake up saying, you know what, Ugh, I'm going to take a stand against my reckless spending. I'm going to spend less money. Right. You know? So it, it's like, but if you learn to sell something you believe in, like, the money that can open up is just, it's laughable. Awesome. So, so how I think I've how I think I've had a lot of broke people buy my stuff, and then some go on to like go unbroke, is because I've really I've read so many I've read not everything but geez, you know I've done over a thousand webinars selling, a thousand webinars I I used to do three a day to perfect how to sell. I spent hours on the phone. I would read books when I wasn't on the phone about how to perfect the clothes. I took notes on every damn call, every call, the mistakes I made, what, was it, what had friction. That's what I asked myself. What just had friction? Why was that person, was that person turned off? Can that person say no, walk away from me and still be inspired? You know, like I, I just obsessed for a few years. And, you know, my, it seems like my life is pretty different because I did. So, Vince, I went on a awesome. huge tangent with a simple no, question. No, man, it was hey, so I'm, many, it was hey, so many broke, nuggets but. in there. Awesome, man. Well, the first thing I took from that was entrepreneurs make things that don't exist exist. That's powerful. You guys should all write that down. Um, you know, the broke thing is, is always going to be something that um, people are going to have to overcome. Um, yeah. But I think that I, – I, and I asked you that because I don't always have the best answer um, to that. And, you know, it's interesting to me to hear how people deal with that. Um, I can just always revert back to my own life. I mean, anytime I wanted something when I didn't have money, and I, I guess things changed for me, Mark, when I understood the value of value. And I t tell this to, right. to our members all the time. It's when I realized that the value that I'm getting from you on this call it's always more valuable to the people that don't know it. So I kind of conditioned my brain to say, no matter what you offer this product for, Mark, it's a steal. I'm, getting, right. I'm robbing you literally because there's no way that everyone out there knows the value that I'm, that I'm getting. So all I've got to do is take that information, implement it, and then teach it. So mm -hmm. 
you know, what you're saying in terms of, you know, if you needed $10,000 to get your mom out of jail or whatever, some bad situation, right, right, right. there's no doubt that people would figure out a way because they equate, they understand how valuable that is. It's no different if, like, someone told you right now, you know, you could get, um, pay, you know, $50,000 and, you know, you'd have, I don't know, you could go back to being 21 or something like that you really wanted, mm -hmm. you would figure out a way to do it. And it, what's crazy about it is when a person says they're broke, they so desperately want to be wealthy. But, the, but yeah. they don't equate the information that they're going to get, they can actually get them there with the same level of value as they would of going back to being 21 or getting your mom out of jail. And, and you can't get that money back. You're just getting them out, and it's gone. Like when you invest, like for example, it, I'll give you an example, Info Blueprint. Okay, I mean, first off, I use Mark's strategies every single day. You guys may not know it, but what I tell Mark that he does better than anyone else is he has a way to make you really understand your choice of words. And that mm -hmm. friction-free mentality is important. So I'll give you a, just a real-life example. One of the reasons, like during, I think, futuristic marketing, I think I did over like 60 or 70 units I sold of that product. Right. By the way, you, you just killed the whole launch industry by with doing that. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. It was like the, it was like yeah. the nuclear like Armageddon yeah. of launches. Thanks so, for being in it, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would have never. That's the thing. If I wouldn't have produced like that, we would have never sat. You would have never said that at the table. We wouldn't be on right. this call, probably. I mean, maybe. Who knows? But, right. but anyways, from just. Some of that training that you put in there and some of Info Blueprint, one of the things that I would use that I thought was really intriguing was when I would send out an email when I was doing that launch, I would walk people through exactly what they were going to get at each minute throughout the video. And it would be something like, okay, in minute one, in minute one through five, he's going to yeah. break down exactly how they became a millionaire. And in minute seven yeah. through 14, he's going to get into this secret strategy. That, and, and I literally yeah. painted the picture of what they were actually going to get. And if you didn't position yourself to get that information that you, and you knew exactly where it was going to be, okay, it, it would literally – it probably had that person running down the stairs to get his wallet because he had to figure out how to get to those certain points that, were, that he, yeah. they were basically missing. So yeah. how I use that today in the emails, I like to for, like basically show what is going to happen. Like, for example, an email I did yesterday, yeah. I explained exactly what we were going to be covering in the new um, recruiting funnel, um, recruiting mastery funnel um, webinar I'm going to be doing. So basically, instead of just saying, "Hey guys, I'm going to tomorrow show you how to do this recruiting mastery funnel," I specifically wanted you guys to visualize what each part of the funnel was going to actually do. And those are thoughts that I that I got from that. And like you said, I mean, I couldn't put a number on how much just that one product buying that has earned me in my career online. And people can't see that. They always look at everything as a cost. And I don't look at anything that I buy as a cost. It's investing in myself, and it's a steal. I'm literally smart. I buy every, every product because there's no way that I can't extract value because I realize that there's always people out there who don't, who don't know that. So anyway, that's, that's my long-winded answer. Um, did, you, did you have a Specific question for me, or can I can I get it to ask another one? Because I got a few more here. We might have lost Mark for a second. Are you guys getting value? I know you guys can't can't uh, can't say anything, but I know you guys are getting value. This is extremely powerful, and and I'm actually learning a lot as well. So let's see. Let's see.
see if we can get Mark back on here. I thought that just a couple notes that he wrote, and Mark hasn't really got into much of his story, but, um, you know, all of us start off in rough times. So that's the cool thing. When you're learning from people who are telling you strategies in terms of if you're in a struggling situation and they're giving you advice, it's always cool to know that, you know, both of us have been in that situation. Um, so anyways, Mark, are you back? I think I might have heard you come back in. Yeah, I don't know. My phone just, I don't know what happened, but here yeah, I am. No problem, no problem. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, I got another question, unless you have one for me. Sorry. You know, I, I, I want to just keep firing comments at how amazing you are <laughs> and really what the value is. Like, I call you, like, the Denzel Washington of <laughs> the Internet. You know, it's like you're so damn cool and humble. And you know what? Let me tell you guys something about Vince. Every, not every time I'm in San Diego, but often when I'm in San Diego, Newport, I have, I have a company that mentors, like, young 20-year-olds. And any time I can get Vince around them, it's just the greatest thing ever. And so he's come and had some cigars with the guys. And, you know, we had an event at his house with, I don't know, 20, 25, you know, 21-year-olds and just dropping bombs. They had to all ask Vince and I a question. And what's so cool, though, is after I'll ask the guys, I'll say, isn't it funny? Did, did you guys think of how cocky and loud most of you your age is about how much pride they have and all they've achieved and how big a deal they are, right? You know, they, lots of self-affirmation comments and that, whole, that generation is really into that. And I said, you know how Vince and, and all the money he makes and the stuff he has, and would, would anyone say that he's way less cocky than anyone in this room, including me, and he's achieved just loads and loads? And I'm like, that's exactly how you handle success. I mean, you're getting cooler as you're getting more powerful as a marketer. <laughs> you know, it's just like... I'm like literally using you as a model for oh, man, for all the that. guys to look at and how to carry it. Because it's one thing to achieve success, but then if you turn into a loser because of it, you know, you're you're more angry, more fussy, more arrogant. What I mean, that's well, what a defeating purpose. So anyway, uh, I wanted to share that because you know you have a real impact, deep impact on my business that, and my life. I'm humbled, so, I'm humbled. Yeah, yeah. So that. That wasn't my question. That was my statement. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I got another one for you. What? All right. So, you know, I think it's safe to say people on the call today, because if they're here, they're serious, they're investing in themselves. Um, yeah. they, they see the vision. They see what the Internet can provide. They see what business can provide. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to give them their thoughts on how to get that vision. Like, yeah. you know, we, everyone – I mean, I, I can remember – broke, you know, foreclosure notices, no car. And I would remember, like, laying in the bed just visualizing this, like what I'm doing, like giving yeah. back and doing it. Like I can, I can I visualized yeah. it, and I, I can tell you what I did to get it, but I'm curious about your thoughts on what you did specifically to get and grab that vision. You know, for me, I think the most, like, the deepest work, because it, it, it truly – See, here's, this, is the, this is why I'm missed in the direction by 
You see, you weave mindset into your strategy teaching, so you do that anyway, but to have a very deliberate, like, mindset focus, but not not at all obsessive, but, but focus is once you actually awaken the hunger, all the tools and, like, you know, the, the, oh, my gosh, I can barely figure out how to upload a whatever to whatever, oh, I quit. Like, all the techniques and all the strategies and all the the little shenanigans, like, all that info and data is actually in front of your eyes. Like, because I know, Vince, what you teach in the style and the way and the step-by-step, like, the, the data required is all there. So it's done. You know what I mean? That part's, like, pretty pretty easy. But once you wake up, like, you wake up the vision for yourself and you're so internally driven, like, all those things suddenly become sparkling clear to you, even though they're in front of your eyes, but you can't quite see them yet because you haven't moved yourself or you haven't been moved enough to really go crazy. So how I did it myself, I think the greatest way to get deep down, because I... To this day, I'm not kidding. When I'm uploading documents, like, I'll start sweating. Like, I do not know the the Internet. I do not know technology. My friends tease me to this day that I'm an Internet guy and I don't know a whole lot about computers. But I wanted it so bad that I would call A. Weber back in the day. That was kind of all it was. Call A. Weber and... I would say, hey, uh, to the customer service, I'm like, I have no idea how to embed, I don't even know what that means, this HTML, which I also don't know what that means, onto my website through this exporting tool through Coffee Cup. Like, it was so much harder back then. It's not even funny. But I would literally be like, okay, what's your PayPal kit? And he's like, what do you mean what's my PayPal? I said, can, can you do it for me? Like, here's my Coffee Cup login for my website design. And just, can you do this form for me? Like, I'll send you 15 bucks on PayPal right now. Well, we're, I'm not really supposed to do that, sir. I said, I know. It's just, it's no big deal. Just pretend we're buddies <laughs> and I'm picking it. And so I would call, and then I'd call Coffee Cup. And I'm like, you know, Broski, I tried to do this thing. And this, I'm not telling the joke. Like, I really sat there and tried. I, I know I was completely illiterate. So I, I spent so many hours. And back then, Uploading videos took forever, and then editing took forever, and you had to like transfer them to different files. I was, I did everything, and I know nothing, and I can't even tell you how I did it. To be honest, looking back, I couldn't do it again. Mm-hmm. But I, I figured out how to do everything. Every right. I was, I mean, everything. I knew nothing about SEO. I don't even, I didn't even think it was a term back then. And through, I opened YouTube, and I said, this is the future. <laughs> you know, now, I don't know if anyone goes to YouTube anymore. I don't even know. But I, I looked at YouTube. I was like, this is the tool. Like, this is the ability of me to have, like, a TV station without a cost. I'm like, this is the future. But I had no idea how to use it. And I sat there, and I wanted to rank for words. And I looked at and I'm not I'm just wanting to share because I want you guys to catch a feeling because I don't. It doesn't, nothing else matters. If you catch the right feeling, things are going to start moving for you. And I want to give you an example of my insanity to succeed. I looked at the YouTube page, the home page, and the keyword. And at that time, it was Coastal Vacation. And I said, if I can get to the top of this page, I'm going to 
I'm going to start making some money. And within like two months, I was like seven of the top 12 videos. I was personally seven. There was no eBooks on it. I'm not kidding. They weren't, they didn't exist. Nobody had taught this yet. It wasn't even out there, but I stared for an hour at the front page, not clicking anything. I'm just staring at every facet that went into the top videos, how they were titled. What was the username? You can even see the raw file back then. So what's the raw file? What's that name? What's the descriptors? What's the tag? What's it? Every, I just stared like a psycho and it all snapped for me. I got SEO downloaded into my brain and I could rank at almost first video for anything I wanted at any time. First try. Like, this was before it was taught. I'm not shitting you. Right. It was the crazy, or, or before, I guess, I had never saw a shot. Nobody around me knew it, so maybe it was me and Todd. But, but anyway, my point is, I don't, I, I, I'm very bad at computers. I'm just not, not good at it. I'm very bad, like actively bad, actively <laughs> bad. I'm not, like, decent. But, but the how key I word did in there, Mark, my, is you figured it out. That's the key. Yeah. I mean, I know you have, sto- you have stories where it's just, like, so unsexy. Now, to talk about it now is inspiring me, but I would never go back and do it again. But I'm actually doing it again in my own way, reinventing myself as a different kind of leader. I mean, so I'm actually doing the same kind of thing now. It's just right. not on YouTube. It's a different medium of leadership Absolutely. and stuff like that. Absolutely. But for me, what I do, Vince, the big, the big change that woke all that up is I would read through Proverbs, and I would, I would put a theater like a movie in my mind of every verse I read manifesting for me. Mm-hmm. And I believe I equated it with goodness. But I, I equated like whose life is going to be infinitely better because I succeed. And I got to the point, my kids were like, my kid was like four or five. And I'm, you know, like I, I, I can't, I'm going to bed at night and we get a thing in the, the mail that says you can't drink this water or you shouldn't drink it, and kids absolutely shouldn't drink it. So I'm ordering, like, some gallons of Culligan water every month, mm-hmm. and I'm going to bed thirsty because as an, as an American with a child and a wife and a pregnant wife, on top, not, not a separate pregnant wife, my wife's pregnant, I have a kid, I'm personally going to bed thirsty, dehydrated, because I cannot afford to drink water because I don't have enough money for water. This is in America. This isn't 10,000 years ago either, just a few <laughs> years ago. And so, Vince, I got to the point where I was like, okay, this is not going to work out for my kids. This is not going to work out for my wife. And I, what, what others might think is working out is not working out. My kids were in that state, you know, regulated to, we were living in a poor trailer house. We had to go to a really crappy school. And I was like, I, that's not going to work either. I'm like, there are too many things, like, at stake, and I just really took my life seriously, more seriously than anyone else would take it. And I was like, no, my kids are going to go to whatever school I want them to go to, and, and I'm not going to go to bed thirsty as a grown man in America. It's just not going to happen. My, I, I could tell you stories forever, but I think I had enough pain. <laughs> I had enough pain, and I had enough sources of future pleasure, like, I wanted to travel the world. I, I threw so many wants down. I thought of how good it will be for other people for me to succeed. Like, you know, I got that summer camp I sent. I've sent. My dream was to send eight kids there in my whole life. And I thought, when I'm retired, I think if I do it right and save enough money, 
I'll be able to send about eight kids to this summer camp where Shannon and I met, where Shannon and I, that's kind of where we kicked it off. It's a little summer Bible camp. It's a powerful place. I wanted to sponsor some kids. When I retired and had some money, eight kids. I've sent over wow. 50, 60 kids to this camp, paid for it. Wow. You know, and, awesome. and, you know, that was my life goal when, before I started thinking, right? Right. So I just started thinking, how can, you know, will the world be a better place if I'm a millionaire? You know, and if you can answer that and go, and not say, well, yes, because, you know, I'll be dressed better and I'll have a nicer car, of course it'll be a better place. I mean, if that's your answer, I don't know if that's going to have enough pull. But for me, it was like, will the world be better if I have a million dollars? You know, will it be better? Right. And I just had this place where it was like kind of this unequivocal yes, right? Very intuitive yes. And so I thought, okay. Let's make the world a better place. <laughs> so you know that's that's so powerful, and 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 I would explain it, and and I understand what you're saying, um, mm-hmm. and it's powerful, and hopefully this can kind of I want this what I'm about to share with you guys to really hopefully help it sink in more. I, this is for my me looking at what you said. This is what I took from that. Before you were pushed, something happened, and you were pulled, and there was a difference. It's like oh, yeah. I gotta go to I gotta go to school. You're pushed. Then all of a sudden, I'm man, gonna if I go use, to school. I'm gonna use this one. This is a really <laughs> good metaphor. You know, it was wow. like I gotta go to school today. Like I got, and then all of a sudden, like something happens, and you go, man, like something sparks in your mind, and it's like I I can be a doctor, and then all of a sudden, school doesn't turn into that thing where you're like with your head down, with your backpack half on, like going to school with walking all angry to like you're skipping the class, yeah. right? Because you're pulled. And I think that mm-hmm. that's what happened for me. It was like, like you said, it's like, I don't want this life. Like I had this, even when I was in real estate, I was pushing myself. I'd go, I'd get up, and it, I just knew I had to deal with clients. I was, it was just a, it was, I was pushed to do that. And it didn't matter, right. like, the money or anything. It, it just was just, it was a bad, I felt icky when I got home. Like at night now, right. I'm pulled. Like I get to have these conversations. Like every yeah. month or so, I go back in the info blueprint or some other product I bought, and I listen to it again. And like, I get to get this information and then share it with. Us. It's like I'm pulled, and you and and I can't stop whatever's pulling me from pulling me. And yeah. and I don't know how that happens, but it just happened, and I'm and I'm glad that it did. So well, we're glad. That, yeah. So with that being said, guys, I want We've got ten minutes left, Mark. I can go. We've got to have you on again. Um, but yep. I don't think that people can handle such power anymore <laughs> okay. an hour at a time. You know, oh it wouldn't be right. You know, yeah. you might, yeah. you know, it might not be, it might not be safe for our members. All right. So what I want to do right now, <laughs> what I want to do right now is, um, and I know everyone might talk over each other. So, star yeah. six, you let's, got a question for let Mark? Me, let, let me go ahead. Let me throw one. Let me throw one uh, thought in there with questions okay. to you. And I mentioned, I mentioned this last night. So when I, you know, I know as a friend of Vince that I, and he knows reciprocally, we're a phone call away for really anything, right? Marketing question, it hit, you know, hit me a life question. It doesn't matter. Just like we're, we got an open deal. And I'm doing a, a new unique campaign for this college demographic. Okay, we've got a very chiseled out avatar, perfect buyer in mind. And I want my tech lord and myself to get on a 20-minute webinar with Vince 
for him to show us some traffic strategies. But but before I do that, I mentioned this yesterday. I actually have a lot of traffic questions for Vince. But what I what I said I would do, Vince, you can vouch for this. I'm telling the truth. But I said, you know, Jaden and I are going to formulate a plan based on what I know, and we're going to test it on paper. We're going to test it on Facebook paper, but we'll probably spend fifty to a hundred dollars, start getting some conversion, test some landing page, test some messaging. Then I'll come. We'll come together for 20 minutes, show you what we did, and you can show us how to optimize it. And and the, you guys, can you guys feel the difference in me saying, hey, Vince, what would you do if you were going for, you know, like, this is the perfect buyer. I want to, I want to step into that conversation saying, hey, I'm not kidding around. I'm spending money. I am actively thinking on this. I'm not coming just to take. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, then I can come with some data. So if you really want mentoring from somebody, don't come with a blank slate and say, hey, tell me what to do. I don't know nothing. Right? Because mm-hmm. just, that's, just, that's just weak. So, you know, my questions for you, Vince, will be after I have some data to show you that, hey, we're taking action. We're in momentum. You don't have to get me in momentum. I'm in momentum. See, and that's, mm-hmm. a, that's and all the mentoring things, you know, that's one, that's one key if you want to come to you really want to work with you know guys and women that are moving get yourself in momentum because you don't need someone to get you in momentum you 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 deserve to get into momentum so just a sidebar on how i approach asking questions i want to show earnest effort then i have the right to ask questions and I also have the right to disagree, and and we can have a more fruitful conversation because I'm putting in some work. So anyway, that's yeah, I'm definitely want to. We definitely will have more. I mean, I got a million ideas on how to start that. But I would just tell you guys. I mean, I would just tell you this. You know, and and it was kind of that question you, what you said earlier. You said people don't wake up saying, "I want to go buy Mark Hoverson's product." Right? It's not the way we wake up. It's the same way on social media. People don't wake up and say, "I'm going to go on Facebook today and buy something." They don't do that. Yeah. Okay, on any yeah. social media site. But people, the reason people, this is the problem with our industry in, in terms of paid traffic. People know that Facebook is really the only way to get a lot of traffic, but they still try to use search traffic strategies on social media, like direct response, like write to your website. But people are on social media to talk with their friends and connect. So you've got to be conscious of building a relationship. So my strategy, what I would tell you guys, is to build, start off with a fan page first with, your, with um, the company you're talking about, and then what I would do is I would be running uh, light campaigns to the fan page, and then I would fill the fan page. I would treat my fan page as if it was a blog. Okay, I would just put okay. content up consistently on that fan page um, with stories of the different kids, the different things they're doing as they're moving and progressing through, and you treat that fan page right. like a blog. And then now with, with what the beauty of Facebook is the fact that when you get a fan, you not only get to reach their fan, but you get to reach all of their friends if you do specific ads. So it would be a two-part process. I'd be doing one step to build the fan page, build relationships with those fans, and then in terms of getting them into the business aspect, I'd be running a separate ad targeting your fans and their friends, and I would set the, the, the ad up um, because, for example, you get one friend, it might say your reach is 1,500 people because that one friend has 1,500 right. friends. But not all 1,500 of those friends are going to be are in college or they're interested. Right, right. So what you do is you set filters to their friends. So you take that 1,500 yeah. and say, okay, I want to target my fans who go to this yeah. school, who are yeah. age between 21 or 18 and 21. Now, and then all of a sudden they, you've got a tar- 
targeted niche so people I, you're go ahead this uh, this is the this is the gold we're getting to the gold so now that I'm going to show how ignorant I am but when someone comes to a fan page is there what's your capture mechanism of their email or text because the 20 year olds barely ever do even email anymore right. like they live on the phone and you know I have exactly. a texting service that's kind of cool but what's the capture device or is it just the platform of Facebook and that's that okay well there's two steps that imagine. you can there's two steps that you can do like the first step would be um, one obviously when they become a fan and I teach this to our members the way of our, our old school thinking like lead is the email is the wrong way yeah. to look at it because with social yeah, media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, anytime a person's following you, that's all a list in my opinion. And you have to build relationships yeah. in each one of those places. So there's one step, you just get the fan, boom, now they're in your list, right? Now you just post on your fan page and with ads, you can target them specifically. The second step is to send them to like what's called a fan gate. So when they press like, I want to be a fan or I'm interested in this information, um, the fan, the fan capture page comes up, and you have a quick story that says, "Thank you for becoming a fan. I want to give you a free right. bonus." And this can actually be within Facebook. You can still do that, so it's kind of like the double lead method, which I can totally yeah. help you do. But here's the sure. thing that I think people, the one, I'll, I'll tell you, which changed our business um, forever. It's the retargeting aspect of it. So, for example, let's say. You just get a fan to your fan page, and you have a separate blog specifically for your company where you can do consistent blog updates, maybe once a week a value-based blog post about the company, and you post it on your fan page, and you market it to your friends. Now, because of retargeting, I can now see every person that's hit that specific blog post. To me, that's extremely valuable because now I know they've seen specific content. So then what I do is I go back in and I do place a separate ad to everyone who saw that post and say, hey, thanks for watching this post. And then at that point, with the way you write copy and the way you're able to get into their mind, you take them anywhere. So with social media, I never look for the instant sale. I'm looking for the relationship, and then I'm looking for these triggers to where that gives me an advantage. It's almost like insider trading. It's like I know you looked right. at this site. I know you looked at this. I know you looked at that. What are you thinking right now? And how do I like basically give you something to to like really you know connect you with me even further at that point? Yeah, that's how you well, make sales on social media. Interesting, very interesting. Oh man, this is an exciting era with Facebook. Yeah, it's really exciting. I, I obviously don't do much. Um, with it, although I mean, I, although ironically, and this is the power of, of understanding the principles of psychology and selling is, you know, I'm I actually just this couple that's doing close to twenty thousand a week. You know, we just did a sixty thousand um, dollar consulting thing, and most of it's about Facebook marketing. So, I'm, and what's funny is we've really started to get headway on their conversions, like tripling them and them making more money, even though I don't know the game at all. You know, that's the power of, like, understanding the, the core principles of ad copy, persuasion, triggers, and purchasing, and then stacking on top of that the rocket fuel and the gasoline of the techniques. Because, like, you know, like, these are – it's both of those. And some people think it's one. Like, oh, I know how to do retargeting. And well, that doesn't even matter unless you have the magic – you know, pixie dust in the copy and the videos and stuff. So, you you know, everybody be working on those two skills together. And, you know, the world's your oyster at that point. Absolutely. Yeah, man, so that, I would start there. Um, yeah. 
and just really build that community, which you guys are awesome at, and then really just only spending money on sales to your community. You know, I don't – I mean, people see my ads out there. Um, there are times when I market out there, but very rarely nowadays am I promoting – on social media specifically – to people who haven't had a touch or something with me before. Right. You know what right. I mean? Or, right. or someone that they know because of my drill-down approach, like I know for a fact there's a good chance that that person is interested. And then instead of just selling to them directly, I bring them in and then I start to basically build that relationship with them as well. So awesome, bro. All right, so I know we're at nine. I want to, I want to get two. I know I wanted to leave ten <laughs> minutes, but let's get two questions from you guys. So I always want you guys to be able to connect. So whoever's first, star six, and we're not going to fight over it. So if you have a question for Mark, go ahead and hit star six, and uh, let's hear it. Silent. Oh, just don't. Yes. Who's that? Hello? Yes. Who's that? Ah, this is Lee speaking. Hey, how are you? Fun and you, Vince. Awesome. What, what's your question for Mark? Cool. I actually don't actually have a question. I really just want to give you two some feedback. Um, okay. Because I think you two sometimes don't realize, which I absolutely love, because uh, my insides recognize what you guys are talking about, if that makes sense. And um, you guys sometimes vibrate at a different level. It's almost like like a, a religion, if I can call it that. <laughs> like you and Mark, like Mark would be maybe... I don't know, the Jesus, and you would be the Moses. And if you guys were in one body, you would be like the Bible of internet marketing. So I just want you guys to understand that the stuff you guys are talking about right now, I'm so nauseous from listening to it because it's so exciting because you guys, that is why you are where you are, you know. But I think what you don't realize sometimes is the challenge for you guys to speak to us on this side of the fence is that, People don't always recognize that because they don't, they don't understand it yet, you know, because it's, it's definitely right. more about skill. I mean, it's definitely that you have to learn a skill, but a skill is learnable, but you cannot teach a hunger and you can't teach a passion. You know, it's got to come from yourself. And I just want you guys to know you're doing a great job and I absolutely love what you're talking about because I can have all the skills in the world, but without what you guys have spoken about tonight, you just ain't going to make it, you know? Yeah. So, awesome. Hey, well done. thank you well for done. those. I have, I have never been called an Internet deity, so that is you. <laughs> and I want to thank you for that one. That is definitely a cigar. I'm going to share that one over a cigar with some friends because that was, that was Good, really fun. Thank you. I thank you. I hear it. I would rather live in the real world than the, the real world anytime. No problem. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not sure I live in the real world. Oh, man, that's <laughs> awesome. Though, you know how... Mark, you know how sometimes I joke around with you, and I'm like, it's Mark Hoverson, and I start walking like a zombie. I'm like, he spoke, and I, like, start following you around. And it's like we always joke about that because it really – he definitely does pull you. All right, guys, um, star, star six, do we have, and thanks for that. I appreciate that, guys, and awesome. Um, hey, Ben. Yes. Hey, it's Diane Hockman. How are you guys doing? Hey, oh, Diane. Oh, my gosh. Embrace my greatness, Diane. Yes. Good First to hear of all, you. I have- I have prayed to Mark now and again, so I'm just, you know, <laughs> saying. No. 
Hey, and usually it's one of the shirtless pictures, but I'm kidding, guys, kidding. <laughs> it's coming, Diane. I have a feeling just like the sun, and another shirtless picture will be arriving soon. <laughs> well, there was one like yesterday. I'm like, does the boy ever get dressed? But anyway. <laughs> well, First right one, now, Diane. You know, I don't, I'm not wearing a shirt right now, just to set the record. There you straight, go. So. Well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently he doesn't anyway. <laughs> uh, on another note, first of all, uh, this is just pure gold. I mean, I, I jumped on and I'm just like sitting here listening and, um, guys, if anybody doesn't understand them, listen to this 27,000 times. You will. Uh, you will come to and you need to because this is the real goods that these guys have been talking about. So my quick question for you guys, Mark, you just said something at the very tail end of the call, and you were talking about a consulting um, contract that you just formed, and you said that it's about Facebook marketing, and what's interesting is that you're really not a Facebook guy, but yet at the same time you can look at that marketing and you can tweak it and you can do things with people and consult them that take them to another level. What do you think it is, Mark, about – I often feel like that myself. I look at something, and I don't know anything about traffic. I was joking. Vince, I'm coming. I swear I'm coming to learn more. I swear I'm coming. (laughs) But for me, I just look at something, and I look at the copy, and I change it. And so I haven't disciplined myself to traffic um, because I kind of haven't had to. So, Mark, what what do you guys like? Because you guys are like the yin and the yang, in in a way, of the same spirit. Um, Mark, what would you say about traffic, particularly for somebody like myself who is a pretty experienced marketer? Is it something that I should focus in on or should I keep going down the road um, you know, that I'm on? And then for everybody else, what are your thoughts about focusing on traffic versus focusing? Because Vince teaches both. He teaches it at a very high level. Really? Yeah. Um, this, uh, Diane, okay, so if I were, let's just say you and I are in a mm-hmm. couch couch therapy right now i would i would do a little more diagnostic on you know what is your goal right because you're making respectable happy money you have a lifestyle business that seems satisfying and you work hard and love it and you know so i I would i diagnose kind of where you want to go to what scale and because there's trade-offs to those scales but one thing that i would i would do right away is i would hire an agency for $150 an hour and give a committed maybe $800 to $1,000 in ad spend. But really don't hire them so they'll go do the work for you because it's not going to work and you're going to go, oh, this is stupid. Like that was a waste of money. I would, I would sit down with them and really tell them this is my perfect buyer. Here's probably where they're hanging out on Facebook. Let's play with $200, meet again for 30 minutes. And I would get a crash course result because you can afford a little crash course oh, sure. result versus bleed out, bleed out $50 and try to learn it from scratch. I'd have him set it up, get all the infrastructure, get a couple fishing holes going. That's what I do with Google AdWords. And within six months, I could turn a dollar of Google AdWords into about eight by snapping my fingers. So that's one thing I do. Another thing, again, this is just for you. You probably have somebody in your sphere that's at apprentice level that's would love to actually work with you, someone who has collateral, um, like assets and products and things like that. And they're probably in your super inner circle. They're probably younger. And they'll probably do your Facebook marketing for the mentoring exchange. 
and they probably know how to set it up and, and do things you would never dream of doing, or nor is that your gift. I can't imagine you sitting down doing a bunch of the stuff. I, I just don't see your build for that. Yep. You know, the little, like, read targets, and I think you'll get frustrated. I don't think your joy will increase. And if your joy doesn't increase, for me, it's off the table. So um, it's just a non-option. But there's probably someone right there that will maybe do that for 100 bucks a week, and now that 24-year-old uh, boy or girl or whoever is now getting a $400 at least for one month testing out with, you know, a few hundred bucks. And you're starting to get some traction over it. But be over it. Don't be in it for you. Exactly. I'd be over exactly. it. Yeah. I'd be over well, it. Maybe you've already done some of that stuff. I don't know. If I, if I may, Please I, mm-hmm. I got to say that I don't know if I agree with Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be yeah, honest. I, I, yeah. Why do you think uh, I asked this question? Well, yeah. Let me let me, let me tell you. I know. I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me explain to you. I'm not saying what I would. Well, here's where I do agree with Mark. If you're in a position to do that, why not? But what I would what I always tell people, like some of the people who pay me for for high end consulting. I would never take a person like Diane, and by the way, guys, Diane is an awesome marketer. For those of you who don't know her, she's been in the game a long time, does, does extremely well. So what I would do for someone like, someone like you is I wouldn't tell you to – like when people think of traffic, they think they've got to do the retargeting and this and this and that. When you get yeah. a coach, like that's why you need a coach. You don't need to do that. What I would do with you is enhance what you're already doing. So one of the things that I see you doing, that if you did this one strategy I'm about to tell you, your audience in, within 12 months would be 10 times what it is right now. First off, you're building your community and you're doing a lot of the stuff that you do because the way you are is engaging. People want to listen to you. You're doing it all from your personal page on Facebook. So you're not giving yourself any chance of viral growth. Um, I would start trying to see if you can start building a little fan page community. And oh, yeah, I have, of, I have one, but okay, it's not – okay. yeah, I got like 8,000, 10,000 fans, whatever there okay, are. Okay, cool. Well, what I would start doing is engaging them in that way. And obviously, I don't know if you're producing a lot of content. I would do kind of like I was telling Mark, start producing content on there. And I would focus on just spending probably 5 or $10 a day um, marketing your message to your fans and their friends and doing the filtering targeting like I did. I would, that's all you really need to do. Keep doing what you're doing. Build that community on your social, on, on your social network. Um, when you have webinars, tell them to go to your fan page and ask your question there and then get them responding to you from your fan page because you're going to go organically. You're going to start to get more fans and your audience is going to grow. You don't have to do all the Twitter stuff. You don't have to do all the retargeting stuff for you. One, t- one tweak, a small budget in a community. Because see, the thing that people don't get about social media is, we again, we all have this Google AdWords mindset where the person clicks the ad, they opt in, that's your lead. What, you have to, what we have to understand is marketers today is every comment, every like, every whatever has the chance to go viral. You never know who that's going to hit. So right. a click that might cost you 50 cents or a dollar truly only could potentially cost you really, you know, one cent because that one person liked it, his friend saw it, it shared over here. That's now profound. Now people clicked that, on it. That's profound what yeah. you just said. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I would, what I would do is I would just take what you're doing – do it from your fan. Make people have to go there. And, and now, now here's the risk. Let me tell you the risk involved. The risk is Facebook says one day fan page is gone, okay? But you prepare for that by doing what we've always done because you've built this audience, okay? I mean, it's no different than when Google said we're all done. If you built the audience and you built the list, you still can yeah. convert those fans into people on your list, and that's by doing the strategies that we just said. 
But, again, we don't want to run around worried about if that happens. But I would just take your strengths, and I'd be glad to work with you and kind of give you my plan on what I do to um, help you with that. But, yeah, when, I think we have to change the way we think of traffic. Like, everyone thinks, like, you've got to spend all this money and, like, do all these tricks. No, you take what you're good at and you just, you just basically enhance that. That's like a good coach. A good coach isn't going to make a guy who can't, slam dunk, try to go dunk all day in practice, right? He's going right. to make him do what his strength is, and your strength is social media. I just think that if your focus on where you're doing it could be tweaked, and then after you do it, it could be enhanced. Like you could reach way more people with the common – I've seen your posts. You get all kinds of interaction. I couldn't even imagine where it would be if it was if some of these little mm-hmm. minor tweaks were taken by what you're already doing. Well, cool. I'll have to get into one of those uh, – um the webinars that you do uh, and, yeah, and be a guinea pig because I'm willing to be transparent <laughs> with people. I just yeah. appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. You guys are off the hook. This was gold. Um, I will listen to this many times. It was, it was awesome, juicy, you, juicy goodness. Miss you. Love you guys. Miss you. Awesome. Hey, Vince? Yes. Do you have time for one more? Let's do one more. Mark, do you have time for one more? Yeah, 100%. Let's do it. All right, let's All do right. it. Hey, this is Jeff White. Hope hope you guys are well and uh, enjoying the call, first of all. Um, This question is for Mark. Mark, uh, you mentioned something about uh, being in the bed and not being able to, um, you know, not not being able to get water and uh, being thirsty. And um, I, I wanted you to expound a little on that time because I think everyone has it, that moment where they maybe look in the mirror or they look at themselves, or they look at their situation, and they say, i got to do something. I, I can recall it, uh, you know, a little over a year ago, because I've, I've had lots of success, and I've had just tragedies in business. Yeah. But um, I've always had this feeling similar to what Vince said a few in some of his, um, in some of his uh, uh, mind, mindset uh, training, where... I've been real successful at things in sports and things like that, and then there are other things I just felt like I didn't really push myself to the limit that I needed to. And I mm-hmm. I sort of felt sorry for myself for not doing what I knew I should have done. And so about a year or so ago, i never forget me and my wife sitting on the back patio with the uh, uh, pre-foreclosure notice sitting in between us on this table. And, um, you know, we both said, hey, you know, we we got to do something. We really have to do something, and we got to stick with it and make it work. So the, I wanted to know, when when was that very moment? Can you recall that and maybe uh, – <laughs> yeah. You know, I've had so many of those moments. So, I mean, literally, I lived in that moment for years. Like, I, I was under, I would say, extreme financial anxiety for – I was, we qualified for welfare for the first five years of our marriage, which was maybe seven or eight years ago, something like that. But, you know, so I think where it, you know, it might sound like, Hey, I had this one time idea, this one time bolt of lightning that just shipped me out of my slumber. Now I was out of the slumber. I was living in the nightmare. I was a wide awake. And so I, I had that pain. And that mixed with inspiration. I mean, I was in a trailer, and I remember I was reading a book called How to Think Like a Millionaire, and I scribbled in underneath while living in a trailer with a smiley face. Because when my friends came over, they saw my trailer, my pregnant wife. I had no food in there. I was, you know, I didn't have anything. 
And there's on the bookshelf How to Think Like a Millionaire. And, of course, I'm getting mocked because I should be. And I just I lived in that kind of place for a while. That's not required of everybody, and it's different. Everybody has their own, you know, moments. But for me, it wasn't a single one. And I feel, I, I'm not kidding you, I have the same sense, you know, of inspiration more so now than I had then. I really do. I wake up um, with a lot more, you know, in the last month, I've probably pulled four all-nighters. And that's by pull. They pulled me into them. Like, I'm pulled into these things. I'm not forcing myself to stay up. I am, I have the same sense of inspiration. And really, the work I'm in now, I guess I see it, I see it more importantly than I used to see it. I used to just think it was about teaching people to make money. I see it's a lot more now. And so uh, I, the same kind of like urgency that I had to get myself free, I feel that for the, my, the people that are going to discover my stuff, and I know what it's going to do for them. For, let me just give you this example. With Info Blueprint, Vince, you mentioned it. My, when, the week before it launched, we were in South Dakota, and there was a windstorm that looked it, – it ended up kind of becoming an almost tornado, and two semis blew down while we were driving on the road, crawling along. Two semis tipped right by us. And I thought my, my family, everybody, including the dog, so four kids, my wife, the dog, everybody's in this Escalade, and the tires actually the, – the car is shaking like it could lift and flip. And I'm thinking, it's over. So – I make two phone calls. One is to my wife or to, to my mom and just said, mom, I love you. Tell everybody I love them. I, this might be it for us. The next was to my assistant, Teresa. And I said, Teresa, tell the team, thank you for everything. I, I might not get out of this thing. And then the third thought, and I, I'm not kidding. My third thought was like, I have to survive whatever's going to happen to bring the info blueprint to the people. <laughs> like they have to, I'm going to survive. I don't care what happens. The info blueprint must go to the earth. <laughs> like it was like, I felt like it was like I was bringing a scripture to the planet or something. It was so in me to bring that information. And so many, like so many multiple six figure earners have you like said on that course for years. And so there's a pull and I'm not, I don't, it just changes it morphs when you're in struggle it's maybe just like this urgency, desperation thing that wakes you up, but then you get pulled by different stuff. You know, you have the birth of some children or something, and then you're pulled new. So I don't know. I, I feel as pulled and inspired as I did back then. It wasn't a single moment. It's not a constant moment, but it's a routine thing where I feel um, inspired and I feel concerned and I feel jacked. So. Vince, yeah. you better cut me off. I got too much coffee. No, man, it's right awesome. It's awesome, man. I mean, I think that uh, I couldn't agree more. I think it's just one of those things. You made a decision, Jeff. You make that decision. A lot of people don't fully commit. I mean, it's like anything, right? If you don't commit to something in life, it could be being a parent. It could be being a husband. It could be being your business. And if you're serious about your business, you do the things necessary to make your business successful, like invest in yourself. I mean, and and uh, and and be the best at it. I mean, I do tell that story all the time. Like, you know, and Mark, you were an athlete growing up. I mean, I know many times where I just 
gave in. I didn't commit fully. I, I thought that I was just going to walk into the NFL because I had some athletic ability and I didn't work out in the gym. I didn't eat right. I didn't sleep right. I didn't do things that I needed to do. And there was the end result. So I never wanted that to happen again um, with my business. And I was just willing to do whatever it took um, to be there, whether that was fly on a, on a dime somewhere to an event or buy a product or stay up all night watching it. And there's been many times I've fallen asleep with my computer on and headsets on listening to Mark and listening to my mentors and, and doing that. I mean, and, 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 I, and I love it. And, I, and, and there's times when I'm doing it, and I, and I love to say this, there's nobody else at 3 o'clock doing this. And maybe there are, but I just love it. I hype myself up by doing that. And, and, and that, drive, that kind of that drives me, right? So you just have to make that decision, guys, and you can make it happen. So I, I appreciate you guys. I don't want to keep Mark any longer. Um, because nice I know guy. that he has things to do, and we already made him wake up earlier than he likes to. So I want to yeah. let him get on with his day. But we, we definitely appreciate you guys, uh, Mark, for coming on. And, um, you know, I've learned uh, – every time I have a conversation with Mark, I feel just like I just learned so much more, and I'm always inspired. And, uh, I mean, I, I t- I've told you all the time, I don't know if the community or the industry as a whole realizes how much you've influenced so many people. And that's why for our first VIP um, Tuesday call, I wanted to have you on, and I'm I'm glad that you came on, man. So I appreciate it. Thank you. My honor. Thanks, everybody, for the engagement. And, you know, it was was, was fun. It was great. I'm actually – I plan on going right back to bed now. I'm pumped up. I'm going (laughs) to stay alive. Awesome, man. And for those of you guys that are listening to this, um, you know, and you're a person that wants to get more traffic and leads – Okay, you can go to myinternettrafficsystem.com. Um, if you want more free training, I'm actually going to post this. You can get that on venturi.com. And if you need a place to capture all of the leads and the traffic that you're going to get um, by learning all these awesome strategies, you can go to mitspages.com. That's M-I-T-S pages.com. You are listening to Internet Traffic Jam, guys. And uh, once again, my name is Venturi, and I look forward to seeing you guys on the Internet. Take care.